It didn't take much more than a bottle and two chairs to make a speakeasy. This is what Daniel Okrent said in his book, Last Call, The Rise and Fall of Prohibition. Today, join us for some stories. Get your own bottle, glass, mug, and relax. This is Speak Easily, and I'm your host, Krista Stoffer. Kelly was walking. It was like quiet time. So she has them all lined up and Kelly just kind of snuck in because it was kind of cute. And she's talking to him. And she has them all lined up. She's like, she calls them the boys. She calls the toys mm-hmm. boys. She just got there in perfect time to hear, boys, stop fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> and Kelly was like, don't tell daddy, don't tell daddy. Don't. <laughs> I guess there was another situation where they have a, a door that leads out from the kitchen to the garage. Mm-hmm. And it was open. And she went out, like, she walked by and she's like, shut the damn door. And Kelly's like, that is not what we say. That is not okay. And she goes, shut the damn door, please. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. So it's when they start to make sense of them, like. Yeah, when they can actually use it correctly with the right yeah. vernacular, then yeah. it's then that's a problem because you're like, oh, they've picked that up sense. from somewhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was, Did your parents cuss? Oh no, no, no. I I grew up until I was about twelve years old, thinking that like if you said a swear word, you were instantly stricken dead. And oh, yeah, that's and helpful. then I learned that that wasn't the case. And, and then you found your. And way. then it was just like, oh my, well, this is a whole new tapestry I can. <laughs> So did you, did your parents? No, they were, there's a lot of things that just kind of, I don't know, happened organically. But I remember when I started, when I started actually registering when people were saying it, it was, um, we went to go visit Egypt for a month. Oh, wow. Um, in, uh, I think I was, I was going in the third grade. So I missed like the first two weeks of school, my when I went to third grade, okay, uh, it was there was a reason behind it. My great grandmother yeah. was still alive, but mm. she she was like in her nineties, okay, and so it was like this was probably the only time I was ever going to get to see her that I could remember. Yeah, like she was in the United States when I was really really young. Okay, I think shortly after I was born, because okay. I was the first male grandson, and so that's a significant that thing, significant, especially yeah. Yeah. in that culture. Okay, um, so I did meet her, but I didn't remember it. Right. Um, so we went for a month. Um, and at that time, my father's parents, they lived in, they had a place in Cairo. And that is where my great grandmother lived. But then okay. they also still, they had a, they had a condo in Alexandria, which was literally right by the ocean. Um, was it beautiful? Uh, what I remember of it was stunning. I mean, it's amazing how much of that I remember because yeah. I told myself, I said, like, I told I myself in my head, my nine-year-old Joe was like, you have to remember this. You're you such a to, nerd. You, you always have, have been a nerd. This. That's so good to yeah, know. Yeah, you're like, you have to remember this. And <laughs> See, so, I've played Assassin's Creed Origins, which takes place in <laughs> Egypt, so I know so everything you're talking exactly about. exactly what yeah. you're talking about. <laughs> so I got to, we, went, we went to the pyramids, um, oh but gosh. we couldn't go into the pyramids because at that point in time, the Egyptian government was not spending any money actually on the upkeep okay like about about six seven years later they they, they spent 
millions and millions yeah. of dollars because it was actually significantly affecting their tourism because people were going, That's but they didn't want to go in yeah. because there were so many homeless people that were in there. Oh, seriously? Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. There were homeless people in there. They were oh. kicking people out that day. But it, it was also like 110 degrees in the shade the day we went. Yeah. Oh, wow. and, and it just reeked of you know what. Yeah. All right. What? You know, I'm trying to curtail my cursing because someone told me I, I was. I, I think what he's trying to say is. I didn't say you had an issue. I think what he's trying to say is poopy. Oh, poopy. <laughs> yes, there was a significant amount. Of, there was there was a very pungent smell that oh. was a, usually that you associate with human right. excrement. Oh, so, yeah. shit. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, that. Um, uh, and then my other favorite moment <laughs> from that day was that we went on a camel ride. But the, the, the pyramids are near a cliff. Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay? And my nope. sister is terrified of heights. Yeah. And she was freaking out. How much younger so, is she? Uh, she's older than me. Oh, she's older yeah, than me. Yeah, we're, okay. we're, we're Irish twins, so she's 18 yeah, months older. And happened. she was losing her, you know what? Her pooping. <laughs> yeah, her pooping. <laughs> um, so. We are allowed to cuss on the show yes, now, right? We are. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just trying to. Shit. I was. Hi, Mom. <laughs> Becky started listening. So. Did she? Yes. Hi, Becky. <laughs> so she was scared of death. She was scared. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so that was not a very fun trip for me because I'm behind her going, calm down. Were you on the same? Yeah, yeah. we're on the same. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, calm down. And my dad has a video of this somewhere because like. <laughs> You know, it's like he brought the, like the, the huge like VHS camcorders oh, yeah. that you had back then that to document like all this. Seven pounds. Yeah, 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 yeah. He wasn't messing around. Um, he's been back since then. Um, but do you I have, have family there now? Cousins or I have probably some very distant family that is there. Okay, um, but and that's dad's side. It's on my father's side. Okay. Yeah. So actually, like my. My my sister and me and Aaron were the first generation of the Bisharas that were actually born here. Oh my gosh! Yeah, so your dad was born there. My dad was born there. Wow. They they came here okay. when my father was twelve. And I mean, it's, it was do you a know big why? Deal. Yeah, uh, I mean, Egypt was a mess, and okay. my, and and my grandfather wanted something better for his children That's and his family. Cool. I mean, it was a big risk for him. I mean, professors there are treated like almost like royalty really yeah oh yeah academics are held in very very high he regard teach? he taught civil engineering oh geez wow. imagine how he felt when his oldest male grandson wanted to go into show business <laughs> <laughs> and he was actually very supportive. he was he was very supportive um uh he was more supportive than my my family was well yeah that's usually <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like i mean i got the bug from my mom she wanted, she was a choir, she was in the folk at our church, yeah. and then she ran it, and then she ran the Christmas choir, all that stuff. Mm. And so that's where I spent mm -hmm. my time, because I yeah. had to. That's where she was. And I got the bug from her, but then when I said, this is what I wanted to do, yeah, <laughs> she looked at me and she said, you better be good. And she walked out of the room. And I went, wow, this is real. <laughs> <laughs> that's good advice, though, I think. No, it was. Yeah. No, it, it yeah. was. It's it's real though. Mm -hmm. I mean, in mine kind of were like, have you thought about education? I'm like, no. Mm -hmm. Years later, <laughs> wow, yeah. it all comes back. It's full circle. Look, if you you can't, I don't think you can do it effectively unless you can teach it. Hmm? I don't know. Now are we you... talking about theater? Or are we talking about all aspects of life? <laughs> the challenge of daily clarity is necessary in everything we do. 
Yeah. Think about it. You were very clear that you wanted new shoes in the prop room. I do. I I do. (laughs) Yes, but here's the thing. New shoes, not prop shoes. (laughs) Not used shoes. We don't know where they'd be in. (laughs) I said new. I know. I know. So I guess I should say who you are. Oh, okay. Hi. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) So this is fun. Um, This this was something I... I, (laughs) She's been frightened of this, folks. I have a little bit. So this is Joe Bashara. And Joe and I have been, we've known each other for, what did we figure out, over a decade-ish? Mm-hmm. Yep. And, I mean, we have an interesting relationship now because, well, <laughs> you're my boss. Whatever. So we're going to, the goal is not to get fired during the podcast. It might happen afterward, well, which will, I mean, we'll update. I, I assume he has the graces not to fire you on the show. I don't know. Although that would make f- fucking that terrific would, radio. Really I mean, good. really, really good. <laughs> That's Did you not- listen to the one where Krista was fired from her own show? <laughs> fired from, are you going to fire me too? No. You said fired from I'm my- just going to take over for you. Wow, that would be a really great, well, yeah. Okay, let's be not- great for radio hey, double whammy. Hashtag Ben show, <laughs> right, guys? I mean. Speak easily with, with ben. ben and Joe. Okay. <laughs> with Ben and Joe. What just happened? <laughs> you could be our first guest. How do you feel now that you're done? Oh, wow. <laughs> I will throw a punch you right here. <laughs> That's good radio. This is amazing. <laughs> I'm the guest, and I might not talk on the whole podcast. <laughs> Sometimes happens. <laughs> so anyway, okay, so I want to know, your dad was here when mm-hmm. he was 12. Yes. Where's here? Was that Ohio? Uh, no. Um, they started, uh, my grandfather was a guest lecturer at... The University of Notre Dame oh. first, okay, uh, I believe. And then they eventually landed here in Columbus. And then he taught at Ohio State for 27 years. Oh, okay. Still with civil engineering? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and then he also, in addition to that, he was never the department head. And I think that was by choice, mm. um, just so he could keep his flexibility so he could periodically go back. Yeah. Um, for, for many years, actually, up until he passed away. He was still um, going back at least once a year because he was in a uh, dispute with um, uh, <clears throat> with the city of Cairo hmm. because uh, they passed a measure about five years after they moved here. What year did they move here? Oh, God, my dad was 12. It's math time. I know. Math time. I usually like that. Oh, I it, hate it. So my dad is 65. It's my kryptonite, man. You start reading math. <laughs> my dad's 65, so that was 53 years ago. You've lost me at my dad's 65. Yeah. <laughs> Long ago. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Long time ago. Right. Um, but anyway, they passed a measure that said you could only own X amount of land. And they were actually absorbing people's land. Mm. What? Uh, yeah. And so wow. my grandfather was going back every year to fight this in court. Oh, wow. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So in addition to trying to create a new life over here. Right. And, yeah. Uh, um, which he did very successfully. Okay. So, um, and I don't even know if that's truly been resolved. I mean, yeah. the, the, Still. the, uh, yeah, the, the, the condominium in, uh, in Alexandria still is in the family's name, but we sometimes wonder cause it's, it's so free, infrequently used if there's just mm. squatters there. You Do know? you need someone to go and check <laughs> and make sure you know, if you want to try to dent- venture there without any knowledge of, of Arabic, knock yeah. yourself out. It's, it should it's, go I, well. You know what? That's a show right there. <laughs> Live podcast. <laughs> uh, 
Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. So, okay. So one of the, one of my biggest regrets I had was uh, when uh, I moved back to central Ohio, uh, I had a choice. I could start um, at the Phoenix mm-hmm. or I could attempt to delay for a month and go, go back to him? Egypt with him. Oh, wow. And for one reason or another, I didn't do it. Okay. And then shortly after that, he he had already been diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, mm. but it started getting mm. worse, and then he started to have some beginning signs of dementia. Okay. And so I, it just I never had the chance to go with him again. But that's one of my biggest yeah. regrets. Yeah, is that I didn't get it. I, I if I, w- I wanted to go again, but I wanted to be able to go with him mm-hmm. and and experience it through yeah. his eyes. Right. Yeah. Um, but one of the neat things that did happen um, was that my brother um, spent some time with him again before the dementia started to hit and rec- and was there for about a week and he just recorded just like really? he had things rec- and my grandfather didn't know and oh, he just started asking cool. him questions yeah. and there's all this stuff and and it's something that I really would like to revisit especially yeah. with Vivi when she gets older Maddie had the chance to yeah. my oldest had the chance to meet him audio or, or video recording? it was all audio. all audio yeah um so Maddie had the chance to meet him and there's some really cute pictures Aww. of them interacting with each other when did he pass he passed. Natty was two, so About 2010. Yeah, okay. 2010. Yeah, hmm. yeah. It doesn't feel like that. <laughs> so right. Yeah. Um, but he was a really, really great guy. What was his name? Alfred. Alfred. Yeah. Both of Are my you... gra- both of my grandfather's names were Alfred. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Huh. Weird. Yeah. Did he go by Al? Fred? Uh, he went by Alfred. <laughs> okay. If my, your name is Alfred, I feel like you should go by Alfred rather than some shortened version of it. We but, my, but my my mother's name is Albert. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. Oh Albert? boy, Albert. Yeah, no, it. it's yes. Alfred. I will look, look it up, up right. I'm looking Excuse it up right us. now. Go ahead, Joe. Wow, Ben's being rude. Man. My I'm not being rude. <laughs> my mother's father. He went by Al. Okay. So. For your last show, you're just not 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 getting it. Wow. I'm just trying to up the ante here, man. There's bets. Uh, there is. No, I'm putting my money on Alfred. How much money are you putting on it? I don't have any. Okay. I don't get paid till Friday. Um. I'm aware. Let's see. He's it up. Wikipedia. That's a source. Alfred. Alfred Matthew. Wow. How about that? Wow. What? Not oh, you know what? Wikipedia's always wrong. Oh, stop so. it. <laughs> <laughs> It oh. is amazing how much editing you could do you could. on Wikipedia. Yeah. Maybe his yeah. name is Allison. Yeah, there's actually like a team of like, I think it's a pitifully small team, like 10 people that go on and like check things really? on Wikipedia just to verify. They don't get paid anything. Do no, and like that's why sometimes you'll see something on Wikipedia that it's like glaringly wrong. Like people like be listed as some weird thing or something like that and it doesn't get caught right away. So because they only pay attention to like the really big things. and. Mm. That's why they ask for donations all the time. Yep. Oh, yep. that makes sense. Yep. So they can actually pay people. Yeah, so they can actually like fund themselves because it's a free thing. We talk about something that grew out of control. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, so now Albert I'm, Yankovic. So, Alfred. you know. <sighs> Somewhere so, Weird Al's like, that's not my name. <laughs> when Weird Al I like the Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> I like the idea He's that he was. How wild would it be if he did that? Yeah. I think it'd be amazing. I grew up adoring Weird Al. He's my too. absolute favorite. In fact, yeah. he probably influenced a lot of my like 
theatrical leanings, like enjoying yeah. spoofs, you know, and uh, my, parodies and things like that. The breadth of knowledge I have on pop music yes. comes from his polka covers. Yeah. yeah. I mean, like his polka covers, like, because he'd cover like an entire like five year span mm-hmm. and like. 12 seconds yeah. and I mean amazing and then I'd hear the songs and I'd be, oh that's that song oh that's yeah. a Weird Al song no, yeah it's, well I knew it wasn't Weird Al's <laughs> know, song but, but yeah I always said that that's that's how you know you've made it as a recording artist is if Weird Al covers you like yeah. you yeah well he did one it. called The Hot Rocks Polka which is all Rolling Stones songs oh and I was I was older when I finally realized that that was what that entire theme was because it was like they're all just old great songs yeah. to me and then i started like learning more about like the history of music mm-hmm. and i was like oh my god they're all stone songs it's amazing he's brilliant though he's yep, beyond yeah. brilliant mm-hmm. lyrically and and honestly keeping it clean mm-hmm. i mean that in a song don't laugh it's a me. recurring theme with this show <laughs> it usually is that going to be the title that. keeping it clean with joe bashara is that <laughs> oh is that what this podcast is it might be, be turned into that ben and i'll have a conversation oh, i, I yeah. think that'll turn into more of me sabotaging keeping it clean <laughs> keeping it clean slash dirty so maybe it's keeping it clean question that's mark. one of those rules that like I feel like I have to break you know so but I'm that way I know you are I know I know I'm it's counterculture okay. well, so we still like you it's I know fine. yeah it's fine <laughs> it's my brand baby <laughs> <laughs> what was it that Jack said are you allowed to say <laughs> oh well yeah we were he's exploring rhymes so like we're is that what you're talking no, about? No, Jack oh. Park. Oh, Jack Park. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I asked Jack Park to say something. Jack Park's brand is he's clean all the time. Mm-hmm. And his, he was supposed to say in a commercial we did recently. He's like, who the hell are you? And he was like, yeah, I'm not going to say that. That's not my brand. <laughs> wow. I was like, that's amazing. Yeah. That guy is. He's wow. incredible. He's, he's in, well, he, what a, I mean, it's amazing what I, I wonder how much like of that is just because of his passion and enthusiasm for, for the history or how much of it he's actually having to like really download into his brain before he starts talking about it. He said he like visually saw the lineup. So I think it's, it's it's almost photographic memory. It's almost like a superpower type thing Mm -hmm. with him. I mean like literally you can say, I went to an Ohio state game in 1994 against Iowa and he can tell you who started on both teams, what the general, like who scored and what the outcome. It's bananas. I could probably name four people. That's about it from that. I could name zero. (laughs) I could name the year and the team that you were talking about. Uh, Because he just said it. Because he said it. That's That's why I listened. It's active listening. Active listening. Sometimes you know I'm a fan of that. I know. I'm a big fan of that. I do know. I do know. So did you, you grew up in Ohio, in Central Ohio then? I grew up in Marysville, Ohio. In Marysville. Yep. Um, How did you guys end up out there? Like, what was the draw for Marysville? Uh, I think because my father grew up in downtown Cairo. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it? So he wanted something that was like drastically different. What's I was going to say just Cairo? like home, but obviously Cairo downtown. Uh, Cairo is, is like New York. Okay, yeah. I was going to say I mean, it's, it's crazy. Like crazy yeah. city. It's ridiculously overpopulated. When I again, it's been a very long time since I've been there. Yeah, but I remember feeling like I was completely out of my element because mm. I grew up on a farmhouse. Mm. I'm like going, yeah. wow, this is where my dad came from. Why yeah. can't I live downtown? Because that's all I wanted. Yeah. I wanted to be yeah. around people, and my nearest neighbor was a half a mile away when I was growing up. Did you guys yeah. have a farm? 
Yeah, we grew up on a farm. You were on a you're a farm boy. Uh, in a way, I mean, like we didn't. It we wasn't did, like land. We didn't. No, there's we were surrounded by cornfields, and, but and there was a barn. But I was not tending okay. to the land. I mean, like I was mowing the lawn, but that wow. was about it, you know. Right. But I mean, I wasn't like yeah. We our, our neighbors, our neighbors land. were farmers. Our neighbors a half a mile up the road were okay. farmers, and and that and I, that family and a couple other families would they would all like alternate taking care of okay. the, the farm and stuff like that. Yeah, but. You know, my thing was I was I wanted to be around people. I was always mm-hmm. I've always been fascinated by people. And, yeah. And and so I think that kind of led to the theater thing. And then also I just had a really creative imagination. So mm-hmm. since I didn't have anyone to play with, I would go outside with a wiffle ball and a wiffle bat and act out nine inning baseball games all by myself. <laughs> so like I knew like all the players that played for the Cincinnati Reds in the late 80s and okay. early 90s. You know, so I would act out a baseball game between the Astros and the Reds because yeah. those, they were the ones I'd see on TV all the time. Yeah. Your siblings didn't. They were not fans of the sport ball, you know, ah, for yes. a while. Like my sister tried to get into baseball, and then she hated it. Okay. And so then I took over her glove and, yeah. you know, yeah. and, and stuff like that. But I never played baseball either. I just loved it. Just, I loved okay. watching it. Yeah. Do you still watch? Uh, when I can. I mean, yeah. it's like, you know, with the with the two kids and the theater company. Yeah. It's and like, if, like 500 games a year. Yeah. But I do. I downloaded a baseball game from my phone. And so nice. now like that's what I'll do. If I have five minutes, I'll quickly play that. And that's, nice. that's making me feel like I'm a kid again. There you go. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it was weird. It was weird. Like I, yeah. I longed. It was I, I always looked at Columbus as where I wanted to be. <laughs> You know, like even when I was a kid, I, I, I when we would come into town, I'd be like, this is where I want to live. Hmm. That's interesting. And and, um, and even when I was doing all my traveling back and forth, uh, you know, shortly after I got out of school, I worked for a couple of years at what was the Phoenix Theater for Children mm-hmm. in a variety of capacities, first as a guest actor mm-hmm. and then as a company member. And after that, I realized at that point in time, that was what early, the early aughts, so like 2002, right? The aughts. The early aughts, you like that? I thought you'd like that. I thought it would sound good. Yeah. Not intentionally. You ought to talk more about that. (laughs) Oh my God. Um, So at that point in time, there were were what, 12 theater companies in town? Yeah. Around then? Golly, that was nice. And so I don't know if it was because none of them were really. It was that. Moving (laughs) on. So anyway. It's the only way, only way to diversify. The only yeah. way that I could ever be considered to be more than just a performer uh, was to go elsewhere. So right. for about four years, I worked regionally at theaters mm-hmm. across the country, first as an actor. And then after I got my foot in the door somewhere, I could talk them into letting me direct. Mm-hmm. And then and then it became like becoming part of a team. And so right. um, I was the associate artistic director at a theater in Virginia that no longer exists called mm-hmm. Wayside Theater. Wayside? Um, Wayside. Oh, I remember those books. Sideways stories from Wayside School. You know what? That's hilarious. I didn't know about that oh, until really? I was getting ready to leave there, and I, uh, yeah, and I was like, I was like, this is this is funny. Oh, so it was the second yeah. oldest equity mm-hmm. theater company in Virginia. Oh wow! And like, what part of Virginia? Uh, in the Shenandoah Valley, right by mm-hmm. Shenandoah University. So it was gorgeous. I loved oh, it. Oh my gosh! And it was amazing. This it's in this one stoplight town called Middletown, Virginia. Um, Clever name. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and but so many people started their careers there. Susan Sarandon started, Seriously? started her career there. Mm. Oh my God. Yeah, it was wild. Joe Bashara started his career. I know, there. right? In, in a way. <laughs> um, and and then I got tired of it. And, you know, mm. I was like, I was like, man, I've been I've been doing this for a while. I was I think I participated in like sixty shows in five years, and I was like, I need to take a break. Yeah. And so um, I met my first wife mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. And she was from Northeast Ohio. Okay. And so then we moved 
we both moved there. And mm-hmm. I took a day job in the student loan industry. Oh, gosh. But there was a lot of equity work in Northeast Ohio. And Is there still? Yeah, there's more equity theater companies there than there are here. Um, really? Yep. Yep. And so no idea. Uh, for some reason, they liked hairy leading men. <laughs> well, who doesn't? And, That's uh, what I have always. And so I, I continued to work. I took a couple, I took a couple breaks um, because we got engaged. Mm-hmm. And so there was a period of time between when we got engaged and shortly after we were married, I took about an 18 month break from theater mm-hmm. and just focused on working uh, my day job. But then I kept on getting pulled back in, and it was really cool. And that's where actually where I got my equity card. Yeah, uh, up there. Oh, um, you were in equity prior to that. I was a must join, and so I had to be really careful about where I was working. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah, I also joke about Northeast Ohio, saying that they really like to see hairy guys in drag, because I did like six shows there mm. while I was there, and three of them I was in drag. For. Which shows were they? Well, I was in Rocky Horror. Okay. And I played Frank. Of course. And then we did a show called, which is a hilarious show, called The Musical of Musicals, The Musical. <laughs> so it makes fun of, it's the same story, but it's told in like one time in the sto- in the style of Rodgers and Hammerstein, <gasps> one time in the style of Sondheim. Is it still around? Yeah, it's still around. We need to do that. I know. It's, it's a really great show. Ooh, that'd be good. Um, and then in Forbidden Broadway. Yeah. Um, so they had, a, they had a part in Forbidden Broadway. If you're not familiar with it, it's mm. like Saturday Night Live meets Broadway. Oh, nice. So like. You know you've arrived on Broadway when you mm-hmm. get spoofed by Forbidden Broadway. Ah. Uh, and it's so, the Weird Al of Broadway. Yeah, it really ah. is. No, it really okay. is. And, and that's why I love it so much. Yeah. It's like, this is like that's Weird perfect. Al. And there's the, yeah. I mean, how many are Iterations of that? Yeah. Um, well, they, they ran it almost every single year for 25 years. And they still new every year. Yeah, they would just sometimes they would keep some things and some. Yeah. And sometimes they'd completely revamp it. So the one I was in in Cleveland was called uh, Forbidden Broadway Special Victims Unit. (laughs) (laughs) It was really funny. What what all was in there? So there was so there were there were some odes to SVU in it. Yeah. Um, And so they were making fun of Jerry Orbach and uh, B.D. Wong. And then there was also made fun of Sarah Brightman. It made fun of Lion King, made fun of um, there was a number about Robert Goulet. But then Robert Goulet passed, so we never actually performed it in front of an audience, which is I was very grateful for because it it you were singing. If ever I would leave you, what was the other song? There were two songs that like Goulet was like really really known for, right? Um, And that's Camelot, right? Yeah. And so what you would do is you'd sing the lyrics to one while the, the melody to the other was going. Oh my gosh. And it was oh, so hard and I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Like I, I got, and I was the male swing. So yeah. I had to know both male gosh. parts. So oh, it's man. a four person show, but then yeah. there was a female swing and a male swing. Yeah. So, but when you're doing that, like each person's responsible for 20 different roles. So oh, I had 40 God. roles in my head, but that was the one I could not crack. And, mm. and I was like, man, what if it's going to have to go on for that guy? Uh, and luckily, luckily I never did <laughs> yeah. while that was still on the show. Yeah. So I was like, huh. oh, thank goodness. Uh, it made fun of Alan Cumming and Cabaret and, uh, and then there was the Harvey Firestein number, but it was right after he had moved from playing Edna and Hairspray to Tevya. So the outfit was oh, half geez. Tevya and half, half Edna. And instead of if I were a rich man, it was if I were a straight man. <laughs> uh-huh. That was one of my favorite numbers. <laughs> Do you like doing drag? Uh I don't think I've ever done it the way that it's done here. I got a kick out of it when I was doing it, but it's like, you see how we do it here in the C bus and it's like, wow, it's it's a lot. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. It is. It's It's absolutely amazing. So yeah. And then 
kind of reminds me of uh, a few years ago when Ian McKellen and uh, Patrick Stewart did Waiting for Godot, mm-hmm. but they both did like both parts and like mm-hmm. they do like an afternoon show and then they both trade parts. Mm-hmm. How do you do that? I think it just depends on what you've how just, much time you, just you have to know spend, the right? show yeah. and you yeah. just and you know your other performer and, mm-hmm. and, and that kind of thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean it's Mm-mm. I can't wrap my head around that. Mm-hmm. Learning one part is I hard, don't even do opinion. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what am I supposed to say there? Am I, I, <laughs> 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 am I supposed You're to do doing fine, sweetie? <laughs> don't worry. Thanks. I Thanks. appreciate you. Whatever. <laughs> so, what was the first show you ever did? <laughs> The first musical I ever did was my senior year of high school. Seriously, they did not have a. Did they have a program? They did, they did not have a program. Uh, they Marysville's big focus, and it still is today, even though they now have a theater more, much more robust theater right. program, was show choir. Oh. And so I was a show choir kid. So is this one? Yeah. Did you yep. know that? No, I didn't know that. Yep. Yep. Yeah, so Marysville Swingers Unlimited. You know what? I think Ooh, we went to Marysville for a show choir competition. competition. Yep, yep, yeah, yep. I don't know if they're still hosting Circa that because... 96-ish? 96, that's when yeah. I graduated. Hey, all right. So yeah. we were probably in the same building at the same time yep. at that Aww. point. Yeah, yeah. Years uh, later. Yeah. So <laughs> and now they go to like all these inter- these national competitions. Yeah. Like It was hilarious. I was talking to some of the kids there because I'm uh, the president of a board for a nonprofit in Marysville. Yeah. And and they were like, don't have enough going on. Well, I want to try to give back to the community. <laughs> um, and and so they're like, oh yeah, we got four grand champions this year. It was a pretty good year. I'm like, you. What won? does that mean? Like, what that means is you go to a competition yeah. and you're named the top show choir that's there. Yeah. And these are like they're t- competing against. It's like four or five show choirs from five states. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. So th- yeah, they're. It's, it's intense. It's really intense mm. now. Um, Did Gehanna compete? Oh, well, we were there. We didn't compete, but I mean, okay. we, as in, we weren't very good. I mean, like we were, it was like you our show. would do we stuff for Manhattan fun. Transfer, wouldn't you? Yes, we did. Yes. Yeah, we did Manhattan Transfer. I remember Transfer, exactly. Yeah, we, yeah, we did Manhattan. We, it, our stuff was very stodgy. And you know the choir director that we had at the I time. I didn't do choir at school. Um, I liked him, but a lot of people had issues with him. Um, there were good reasons he, for that, yeah, I believe. Yeah, and he was he was kind of an old school guy. Like mm-hmm. he regularly would say things like, you know, if it's not opera, it's not real music, and he'd scoff at any new stuff or anything like that. And meanwhile, we're going to competitions, or and kids are doing like backflips off of the walls yep. and doing all kinds of crazy <laughs> maneuvers and singing pushouts, like, coffee grinders, songs, yeah, yep. and I mean, it was just like, yeah, we were we were out of date, mm-hmm. we were out of touch severely. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And our little blue bow ties and Gosh. cummerbunds. No. What was your outfit? Oh, we weren't much better back then. We had, it was a. Did you do a costume change? Because there are some schools that did that. Yeah, that we had bananas. costume changes. But the costume changes back then usually didn't involve the guys other than them just taking off their tux coats. Yeah. The girls had the full change. Yeah, yeah. The girls, like our girls, like I remember our junior and senior year, it was a big deal because they started out in like this business, like business suit look and then the pants would come off and then they'd have this the skirts underneath yeah. it's not suggestive at all is it? i know right anyway, <laughs> it's crazy now no if i mean like if you ever want to have your mind blown you should go to like a show choir yeah. competition oh they're insane now because the amount of uh the amount of production value that is now associated with it yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, back then, like, people would think it was cool if people had fire extinguishers and they'd shoot them off in the, in the yeah. air at the end of a song. That yeah. was that was what was considered innovative. Really? Yeah. And now they have hydraulic risers and they're using they have oh water effects. Like, yeah, really? it's it's amazing yeah. what they're the doing right now. Glee, the show Glee, changed say, changed the that? landscape of show choirs altogether. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of like all of a sudden you have to do a lot more to make it spectacular. So, yeah, wow. 1996, my senior year, was the yeah. first musical I ever did. Yeah. And? It was Will Rogers' Follies. Okay. And I played Will Rogers. That's a big part in that it's, show, I guess. It, I love that show. <laughs> I, I don't know that one. I adore that show. It's, I'm uh, assuming it's about Will Rogers. Uh, you know, you are correct. Okay. That is correct. It, Wrong. <laughs> it's about, about Lucille Ball. <laughs> um, and uh, it was very, I mean. It's a big dance Trial show, by Fire. Uh, yeah. Um, we had a really wonderful choreographer mm-hmm. and, and she, and she knew that piece inside now, it was really great. It was a perfect fit for our Marysville at that point in time mm-hmm. to do something like that, like an aw shucks family musical. Yeah. It's really well received. Um, and then the head of the vocal music program at Ohio Wesleyan came to see it Oh, cool! because his wife was the voice teacher of the person who played opposite me, okay. who was my girlfriend at the time. <laughs> and, uh, and so he came up and he introduced himself mm-hmm. and he said he wanted me to study with him and hopefully cool. go to school. Yeah. And I was not prepared. I mean, you know, I, I didn't know. Did I, you have I, any, I, what were you going to do had you not? I didn't know. I didn't know. And that was senior year. Yeah. Boy, things have changed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, think about the amount of preparation yeah. that goes into everything oh now. Oh gosh. And that's why I try to tell people, I'm like, look, things have changed. Like they, uh-huh. they want to talk to me and I'm like. I know what you should do, but don't, yeah, like what I did, that doesn't happen anymore. And so I was very fortunate, you know, and so he took me under his wing and I studied with him Mm -hmm. and I got accepted into the program. And when I walked into that program, there were no upperclassmen above me. So I was able to get that type of training that I need. I'm a kinesthetic learner. I have to do it. And so then I went through the program and I had some really, really wonderful roles and Mm -hmm. probably in some cases, roles that I, I shouldn't have had at that evol- at that stage of my evolution. Hmm. Um, and, but uh, it taught me that I could do it. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah, it's right. going to be hard, but if you put in the elbow grease, you can yeah. make it happen. And I kind right. of feel like that's kind of what's allowed me to have the good fortune of continue to, continuing yeah, to still, evolve. Yeah, you still work that way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's great. I mean, you can be as talented as you want in this business, you know, but it's like, you have to recognize that you're always auditioning, mm-hmm. especially more after you get the role or you, right. you know, you get hired by yeah. the company. It's it doesn't end there. Not if not if you want your career to be a marathon. Right. You know, um, my boss says that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds that like was, a cool guy. That was an eye roll. We should have him What on a the wise show. man. I don't know. It might be weird. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. So okay. that's how it all started. Um, a, a series of a series of very fortunate events yeah. for me. I'm very lucky. What has been your favorite show that you've been a part of oh. on stage, not directing? Well, um, I know it's hard to narrow down, but well, I really, I if you, I th- my I, first Catco show was a blast. What was that? And one? that was Evil Dead the musical, right? And, and, uh, and <laughs> the audit, you know, I mean, the community really, really loved it. And we, yeah. and we, you we extended ran. a lot. We, we extended that multiple times and then we did it again. Okay. We you were ran. Ash. I'm assuming. Yeah, I was Ash. Yeah. 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 Uh, feels like a lifetime ago. Yeah. Um, was, was that a decade? Yep. Oh, wow. Wow. Yep. Just about. Just, yeah. Jeez. It has been. 
Um, so, but we weren't supposed to do that. You know, it's like, it was the, it was like an extra kind of thing. Wasn't it, it was something where the first year, so Phoenix, I came back, I came back to work at Phoenix again. So that's where yeah. I started my, that's where I feel like I started my professional career. Mm-hmm. I first worked at Weathervane Playhouse mm-hmm. and then I worked at Gallery Players and did one show there. And then I met Steven uh-huh. and then I worked for him as a guest artist. Okay. Um, and I had a really wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. And then when I came back to town, um, Stephen heard I was coming back to town and he said, well, I think I have a position open. And so then I became the production coordinator at the Phoenix. Okay. I really thought I was going to be back in town for a year, Krista. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to come back here in the middle of the divorce. I'm going to recharge my batteries, yeah. be at home for a little bit. Right. I actually moved back to the farmhouse oh, in Marysville. Really? Okay. I did. I was like, I'm just going to chill for a yeah. little bit. Yeah. Get my bearings again, get mm-hmm. centered and then see where the universe yeah. takes me. Well, in that time, <laughs> then the city had an issue where they wanted to vacate their employees from CPAC. And then they asked the Phoenix. Performing Arts That's Center. right. And then yeah. and then they asked us to take over. Right. And so then I started managing CPAC. Okay. Then after that, <laughs> CatCo approached us about potentially merging. Okay. So, and I even asked Stephen, I said, hey, how's this going to work? Do you mm-hmm. even need me if we merge? And he's like, yeah. oh, I'm pretty sure I do. Yeah. Um, so... Now we're here. here you know, we it's nine years post merger. Uh, wow. As of, the, yeah, nine it'll be nine years, years. in July first. Yeah. Okay. So next year will be the tenth season post merger. Okay. Yeah. So Evil Dead was your favorite. Evil Dead was probably the most exciting thing. Yeah. Because I'd always wanted to be in a Catco show, and there I was being. Ash, <laughs> yeah, on the Catco stage, and that was really exciting. You had a splash zone and everything. Had right? a splash zone. <laughs> uh, you know, got to. If, if, you know, I mean, if you're an action musical, I mean, come on, <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> what did you use for the blood? What was the oh, makeup? It was, it was a different mix. It was. A, we had to make it so it was something that could come out. Yeah. So it's. It had chocolate syrup in it. It it had some food dye in it, and then it also had to have like. A modicum of like uh, detergent, detergent in yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I've, oh, right. yeah, I've seen people actually it, use right. just so straight you, detergent with like some sort of coloring agent that doesn't really? stain. And, yeah, huh. but then you got to be careful about yeah, where it's going because you don't want to get anyone's eyes. Yeah. It, it became a thing. Oh, so like, so like, if I had to like, one of the moves I had to do was I had to take a heart huh. out of one of the zombies and then I had to squirt it into the audience. Mm-hmm. I spent most of my time worrying about where that was going to go yeah. because I didn't yeah. want to hurt anyone. So it's yeah. like all the things that you're worried about, never mind doing your fight choreography. Right. Yeah, no and, you know what I mean? And and singing and, on top yeah, of yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but again, it was such a really, it was cool. I, yeah. I really like pieces where you get to implement a lot of physicality yeah. into them. Um, so that was neat. Uh, working with Ash is quite a character too. Oh, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, and, 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 and the audiences loved it. All those iconic lines. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, like yeah. They would get into it. It was, it was a lot of fun. Um, and then being on stage with my good friend, Jeff Hurst in the mm. story of my life, which is probably mm-hmm. one of the most beautiful shows I've had the privilege of being in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then being on stage with my wife. Yeah. Yeah. Forbid- uh, well, you've done forbidden Broadway. You've done forbidden Broadway, dirty rotten scoundrels. Mm-hmm. Um, schooner. schooner. Uh, I do. I do the two oh, person right. show that yeah, we did yeah. together. Yep. Uh, we also were in chess mm-hmm. together. We played opposite each other. We've had the good fortune of being on stage together a lot. Yeah. So, and, and it's just, I don't have to worry, you know, it's like, right. it's being on stage with someone, you know, she just, we understand each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that's, it makes it almost 
effortless. You know, it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, you're good. I'm good. And it's, especially when I do, I do. It's like when we're playing yeah. a married couple, people yeah, are like, wow, that's really, that's really, really yeah. immediate and authentic. I'm like, you have no idea. <laughs> oh boy. Probably always a good thing that Doug is not a stage actor. <laughs> yeah. Look, so I've been lucky, you know, mm-hmm. to do that kind of stuff. And, and a lot of those shows were shows that were on my bucket list, you know? And yeah. so it's when people are like, Oh, you know, what's your bucket list? I'm like, my bucket list doesn't have a lot in it anymore. You right. know, and, and and I'm much more, and I didn't think it was going to be this way. I kind of yeah. always thought I'd always have that acting bug in me and I still enjoy it. Uh, but, but to me, it's like what I really enjoy now is, you know, like getting to collaborate with you and Ralph mm-hmm. and Bill and, and Andrew and, and Cassie and, and really growing what we're providing the community as far as like yeah. theatrical instruction. I, mean, and I think we literally had this conversation like yesterday, yeah. two days ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's where I really yeah. derive a lot of joy now and, and identifying other artists who get it and understand that. To you know, get what? That understand that we what? need to provide the community I... something better. <laughs> Krista. Fired. <laughs> Later. Oh, after the podcast. After the after show. After. Yes. The Ben show. Yeah, takes. so we, we need time to rebrand. So, you know. Uh, anyway. Yeah. What was the favorite that you directed? Because you've been directing Man. a long time. I know you're going to say, I love you. You're perfect now, Chase. I enjoyed working with you immensely on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I've only directed Krista. Just mining for compliments over here. No. <laughs> That's the only time I've directed you, right? That's the only time. You, uh, there was a play reading. Yeah. When I was literally like... I think four weeks pregnant. I don't know if I even told you. What um, was it? It was, shoot. I can't remember what it was. I played a little girl. But we did a play reading at some random gallery, I guess. Okay. I want to say maybe it was with Available Light. But I was pregnant. But I was in that, darling. Oh, you were in that. Yeah. I thought you directed that. Slayball directed no, Slayball that? directed that, yeah. I was... On Prego brain. No, because I, okay. I think I, I either told you, I think I told Matt. You told Matt. You yeah, I, I don't think I, because yeah. we didn't really. No. But that I was, felt horrible. <laughs> we had like one rehearsal for that. And yeah. Then we did it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I was like, don't vomit. Don't vomit. Because <laughs> <laughs> it was that like four to six week stage where you know, yeah. and you're like, okay. Liz did not go through that. It, don't hate her for that. I don't hate her. Okay, good. No, but I, I didn't, I didn't have it. Like some people do. Mm-hmm. She didn't get sick at all. I don't believe that she did. Ever? But she also didn't have cravings. She like, yeah, it was. It, Jess had like some nausea, but she didn't throw up or anything. That's so weird. I know. I was sick for one week. With she had heartburn like crazy. Yeah, heartburn is not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I mean, yeah. everything's kind of getting out of the way. So mm-hmm. there's know. not a whole lot of room left. Yeah. 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 I was sick for one straight week with Micah. Yeah. Which was good because it was like, oh, yeah. shoot. Yeah, that happened <laughs> a month and a half into marriage. Um, and then with Gabe, it was like 10 weeks of nausea with nothing. Like huh. I never got sick. I almost want to say that that's worse. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, there was no productivity behind that. Yeah. Yeah. He was just a light, uh, just a giant child that <laughs> was born at two months of age. Um, <laughs> so, so directing, right? Is that you, what you we're so directing? For a while. <laughs> Severely. Um, yeah. I mean, 
I love the shows that we did in Studio Three. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved working on Forbidden Broadway again and mm-hmm. working on I Love You, You're Perfect Now Change and Title of Show. Mm-hmm. Those are those are three wonderful musicals. Um, Studio Three seats what sixty? Seventy five. Seventy five. Yeah. So uh, when we first started using that space, it was to provide an alternative to what we were doing on the adult mm-hmm. season for yeah. Catco, and so we were picking things that were like more funny, yeah. irreverent, yeah, smaller uh, scale. Yeah. Did not. Did not require an extensive set but that meant that the actors had to be extremely dynamic yeah um and and so i really enjoyed that mm-hmm. uh, a lot um you know, my favorite play is uh corpus christi by mm-hmm. terrence mcnally and, yeah. and getting the chance to i had pr- participated in that as a performer many years ago under frank barnhart's direction mm-hmm. and he's your mentor uh yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, I, I joke about it in theater. You know, it's very appropriate that I have two gay dads. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's Frank and there's Steven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And and uh, and yeah, I learned a lot from Frank. Frank uh, allowed me to tag along as an associate producer when he did the first uh, Columbus National Gay and Lesbian Theater Festival. Oh, wow. Um, when was that? Oh, man, that was in 2002, 2003. Okay. That's uh, pretty. Ahead of its time. For it was year. ahead of its time. Yeah. You know, Frank's always been very innovative. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's at Ohio State? He's at Columbus he's State. At Columbus State. Yeah, so uh, he has tenure there now mm-hmm. in the theater department. Um, but, but yeah, so Frank directed that, and then I always wanted a chance to do it myself. Mm-hmm. And so I think it was like 15 years later, I was talking with Mark, Philip Schwamberger mm-hmm. at Evolution. I was like, hey, can we do this? Yeah. We've got the people to do it. Let's do it. And he agreed, and it was just a really, really amazing experience. It's what would if Jesus came back today, but mm. he was being persecuted for a different reason, uh. his sexuality. Ah. Um, and so uh, really wonderful cast of people, some people that I've al- I'd always wanted to work with, mm-hmm. um, and getting them all together in a room and, and watching them truly become this yeah. cohesive unit. It was like watching, like, it was like, I was like, wow, this is probably what it was like, you know, yeah. Yeah. these apostles that were all of one, of one mind mm-hmm. yeah. and, and you watch them and it was just amazing to see. Yeah. And a wide age range too. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Cause your youngest was probably what? 20. Monty was 17. 17. Gosh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they all got along. They all understood yeah. what they were there for. There wasn't any ego involved. It was, it was really neat. But so. I think that, I mean, this is a, probably a bad generalization, but at least from what I've seen, there's, when you get a good group of people that want to work on something, there is an ego. Yeah, I think that I think that that's right. I think that, but I also think it's really important that you're you're putting people in the best possible position to succeed, and then yeah. they and then they understand that. Does right. that make sense? No, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I think that I think that even when someone is misbehaving, uh, when you're working on something like that, mm-hmm. it's more often than not that they accepted because they got along with that person, but they didn't understand what that meant as far as their role in the production. Right. And so as long as there's clear communication about, hey, this is what this piece is about. Mm-hmm. This is how I see that you fit in. It's that extra conversation. Yeah. And I find more often than not that when I tell people that there's a lack of communication, they're like, oh, well, you're just not talking to that person. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. No. What I'm saying is you have to be very clear with people, especially when it comes to valuing their time in this community because mm-hmm. there's not enough money to properly compensate yep. that as long as you're being open and honest about it, be like, look, I understand and yeah. I really appreciate your yeah. talent, but this is what I'm doing and right. this is how I can see that you fit in. And that does not mean that that's how I see you in mm-hmm. every project I do moving forward. Right. And I'd love to have you be a part of it, but this is how you fit for this. Right. 
if you if it's approached that way, but you've got to take the time to do that. Exactly. And I'm not quite sure that that happens all the time. And that's why you get people that have bad attitudes. Mm-hmm. So. And I think it's that it's that weird thing of fitting in. I mean, just like you said, it's like you fit into this. And it's like, what do we want from age four on to fit in, you know, to find your way? And that's, I think that that probably is a, a good therapy thing for a no, lot of actors. Well, yeah, and you're not right. fitting it, you know. But think about that. Think about how the applications to that in, in beyond, beyond the stage. And yeah. that's why I always tell people. And they're like, well, you know, oh, well, you run a theater company. Do you think my child should do this? And I'm like, I think every child should have mm-hmm. some modicum of theatrical training because right. so much of what we are teaching transcends the stage. Mm-hmm. And it's that. Yeah. It's understanding that collaboration is a part of it no matter what it is that mm-hmm. you're doing, you know, no matter how brilliant you are. Okay. Yeah. You know, ultimately you're going Thank to have you. to, you're going to have to work with I someone else. Brilliant. I know you are. Yeah. And you're modest too. <laughs> That's one of the reasons the I like most you so much. Modest. I am so modest. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> look how modest I am. Oh my gosh, I am so modest today. <laughs> Everybody, come here, look, look, I'm modest. I'm so modest. <laughs> Sorry, it was getting serious. Man. Yeah, I Sorry. know, I know. She always does that. I do. We have to get loud periodically. It's like out. <laughs> yeah, <first>. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what? What do you want now? How's the Lacroix? <laughs> you know what? <laughs> do you Doug, like it? Doug. We've had a lot of people doing things on this show. We have. Amazing choice. LaCroix. LaCroix. We, yep. were, we were debating this earlier about how to actually pronounce. There's got to be some, the right way to pronounce. I don't. My s- hope is that someone listens to this and then provides us with an answer. Ladies and gentlemen. LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> is it, it's French, right? I believe so. <laughs> it's not German. That's for sure. Nine. <laughs> Um, but anyway, I'm drinking the blackberry cucumber flavor, which I does sound awful. And in fact, when Krista first showed it to me, I thought, thanks a lot. Um, but I now truly do mean, thank you. Thank you, Doug. It's it's wonderful. Yes, Doug. Thanks. Two thumbs up. I don't know. Cucumber. In German, it would be der Frutzenwater. (laughs) No, you would need like seven more things. Yeah. Yeah. Der Frutzenwasser. Nein. Nein. <laughs> Black, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's good. You it's in. Have it. Try one. No, I've had it. Oh, okay. I had one. He, but you're still not. It's okay. <laughs> I don't really like cucumber anything. Really? No. I will. I will typically ask for the cucumbers to be removed. Wow. That's I feel mind. like sitting across the table from it. I'm getting enough of a taste of what it is from <laughs> where I am. It's going to taste exactly the same as what I'm imagining. <laughs> <laughs> The first time I ever only covered water was cucumber water. <laughs> really? Yeah, I was in California. Of course you were. And uh, and they had it, and I was like, "What the heck is this?" And I'm like, "Wow, this is really good." You like yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cucumber water is pretty good. You they, have to like cucumbers, though. I'm just saying. Yeah, they have it uh, at uh, Jenny's ice cream at Easton. They have like a little like kind of like water like things in there with, with yeah. cucumbers in. And the first time I saw it, I was like, "What the heck is that?" It's. I'm not, I'm not opposed to it. Yeah. It actually worked out well. It's not offensive to me no, or anything like that. No, I just that. don't like them. When Melissa and I, my sister and I would always get salad at a restaurant, she didn't like tomatoes. Okay. So I didn't like cucumbers. It was swap. a perfect trade out. Yeah. yeah. And so every, seriously, every time I still get a salad, I'm like, where's my sister? <laughs> I need her to take my cucumbers. Yeah. I will eat your cucumbers. Thank you. That's... I just Put don't. them in a dog bag and bring them. Yeah, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> but I love pickles. Makes no sense. 
<laughs> no, pickles and cucumbers are only related by like, I don't know, just origin story alone. I mean, like the cu- pickles I mean, go through a whole other thing. It's to have a cucumber to make a pickle. Yeah, but they don't taste anything the same at all. Depending on how pickled they are. Like the cat singer's barrel sure. that I want to dive in. Oh my gosh, I would live in that thing. <laughs> You'd get pickled in there. Uh, oh, <laughs> that sounds like that. another. I, I, you, I feel like you keep on mentioning things that really require us to see <laughs> what's going on. Well, so this trip to Alexandria. We'll, so we're going to, to Alexandria and then, the, and then to Cat Deli. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Cat Singers and then we get on the plane. Oh, wow. That could be oh, like man. everybody's going to want to sit with yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> People sitting that's next to you going. Uh, I somehow managed to have a row all to myself. I don't know how. So what smells like whole pickles? In the air. There's just a visual. It's not as deep as you'd like it to be in the barrel, though. No, well, not saying I, I found out. I honestly, couldn't tell you. <laughs> Never been in a barrel before. I would. I would. I would go in a barrel of pickles. I'm just saying. All right. No, no, we're not going to make this happen. I'm just no, there's, there, there's no, no, no come on. You just you that's just, a quote for yeah. like the the front page of the the Facebook page now. Is, is there so. a front page of the Facebook page? <laughs> there is now. I think now we have a photo opportunity for it. Hey, you know what? We'll get cat singers on board. You heard yeah. it here in quotes. Yeah, cat singers. I will dive in your bear. This sounds. I really never thought that this is where we were going to land, but I think it's the beauty of this podcast. Isn't it? Yeah, we really planned. For, hold on. It's Let me go through my page of notes. notes. <laughs> it's not performance. I'm not going to do anything in there. I just want to eat the pickles. No, but then you would be doing something because yeah. eating isn't the action. act of doing it is performance art. But what would my motivation be? To fill your gullet with. Pickles? Yes, but I could stand outside the barrel, so I would need to find my motivation for being if inside. If it's the true performance, you, you are a no you, you are a performer, correct? Yeah. Mm, I don't know. Wouldn't you be seeking affirmation for said action? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh, look at that barrel of pickles with the girl in it. <laughs> I'm so. Just I'm, make up some crap about like it's it's the it represents the meaning of life or something like that. You know, the emergence of birth. Oh, it's birth. Oh yes. Pickles. We're all born of pickle, Brian, and <laughs> to pickle Brian we will return someday. Wow. Man, I did not get a hold of that one at that all. That didn't go well. I'm really trying no. to keep it clean. So. Why? <laughs> no, I know this went really bad. Like it, it, this is like verging on the yeah. <laughs> thing going downhill quickly. Thing. <laughs> not that I would ever do that because I don't ever. Take- hey, Angelic. Thanks. Podcast audience, let's raise some money. If we get $500, I will put Krista in a barrel of pickles. I'm serious. I know you are. That's the problem. I might donate. To oh, my gosh. We're no, no. Go Seriously. No. $10 increments. It's all uh, $10. And find, where are you yeah. going to get a barrel of pickles? We have enough listeners. I don't care. For $500, I will find a barrel of pickles. <laughs> You like don't it. think, I mean, I'm fairly sure we could get some people to help out. On this. Oh my At the very least, $500 would buy a shitload of pickles that we can put into a tub of I some might, kind. You, I might have a preference. Did you think about that? No. I believe we have some friends at the Brown Bag Deli that might You raise $1,000. No, 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 no. This is happening. <laughs> it's happening. If we raise $1,000, oh it will be the pickles of your choice. <laughs> You can this, get as picky as you want. Was, you can get no, as picky about the pickles this as you is a want. Mistake to put the two of you in the same room. So when oh are we man! Back? This no, is when the no. show gets good. 
Is this a weekly thing now? This is good. <laughs> <laughs> no. When I know that that's your only comeback, then I know that, that things are That I have there. nothing. <laughs> I've got nothing left. <laughs> I've been stripped of all my comebacks. <laughs> Due to pickles. <laughs> well, apparently now we have a fundraiser happening. So Yay. yeah, um, 500, let's, uh, let's put a time limit on that, too. Let's say by the end, uh, well. No, well, we don't know. We can't do that. <laughs> yeah, we can't do that. Aw, mm. can't do that. Okay, yeah, 500 bucks. Uh, we'll set it up on the on the Facebook page. I know it could be it. until I return, until I make a return appearance. What that? I'll do oh, on the I'll podcast do? Yes. Or when the I podcast. do the post, like, wait a minute, I'm gonna <laughs> when I do the, fo- I'm, I'm the post on Facebook, <laughs> I will put it as a uh, charitable donation request, and people. It's, can, how is it charitable? See, I, um, how is it charitable? Then? It will enrich so many lives. It will not enrich anybody's life. It will get mine. loads <laughs> <I> get of pickles. <laughs> <laughs> loads of attention for the show, and yeah, that's not charitable. I would no. avoid charity <laughs> for this particular. Anyway. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. I've enjoyed it immensely. I'm so glad. I think I enjoyed it more than you did. Yeah. I'm kind of sitting here regretting a lot of this. Such I, is life. Which is what I usually do every day. So it's kind of normal. Um, but you got some housekeeping. Yeah, right? we do have housekeeping. Oh, Ben's got a script. This is this is where I falter because hey, now it, it's okay. The script didn't go. No. Anyway, we are scripted now. We're really not. We are. But we. Thank Get you. it right this time. Okay, I'm Go. getting it right. Okay. okay. Got Thank it. you for listening to Speak Easily with Krista Stoffer. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we are almost to 5,000 plays. Did you know that? By the time this goes, we'll probably be over 5,000. Oh, easily. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's at like, we're only about 100 short right now. Which is yeah, well, we just did uh, David and Jamie's mm-hmm. episode. That's That just launched and that went very, and, very and well. And my mom's too. Yeah, and your mom's. Mom that was, was pretty fun. That was awesome. great, great episode. Actually. But thank you for listening and supporting. And the best way to do that is to pop on the Facebook page and like, like, comment, subscribe. Comment. Uh, if you have questions for us or any of our guests, they tend to pay attention to their posts after it they goes do. live. Yeah. And and so everybody's for the most part local or at least yeah. obtainable. Yeah. And, and, and can, they're all approachable human beings too. They're amazing. Yeah. Everybody we've had except yeah. Joe has been amazing. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> That's it's time for your NPR. Um, and if, uh, if you don't mind, if you really like the show, uh, two big things you can do to help us out uh, is recommend it to friends mm-hmm. um, or family, whichever. We're not picky about it. They can um, be both. They could, or both. Yeah. Some people like or them. neither recommend it to total enemies, maybe bridge gaps, you know, Change lives. That's oh, there's the charitable donation. Right there. there it is. Ah, okay, ah, five hundred bucks, people. Uh, but no, if you if you do like the show, show it to somebody else. I, maybe they get a kick out of it too. And the biggest thing you can do is uh, if you can go onto Facebook or uh, iTunes, mm-hmm. rate and review us, or SoundCloud. Any ratings, any reviews help us out a lot I mean, with visibility. And the five stars are better. Just to be honest. Yes, and we can't bribe people for them, but I mean, there's going to be a lot Krista of Krista in a pickle barrel. <laughs> I mean, five star ratings. I think that's worth it. Just saying, just yeah, throwing this, it out there. This has just gone completely down the tube. Yeah, good yeah. stuff. Yeah, so shows you have are made. a website, right, Joe? I do. You do. I do. Do you utilize it? What's your website? <laughs> not as much as I should. Well, so it's okay. not exactly. <laughs> okay. This might motivate you to. Oh, is that it? Yeah. No pressure. All What's right. your website? So, <laughs> J-O-E. Yes. Bishara. B-I-S-H-A-R-A. Dot com. C-O-M. 
She's amazing, folks. She's the I, slowest website read I've ever heard. <laughs> hey, but people got it, right? Yeah. I guess, yeah. And they can they can also find you at Catco. Yeah. C-A-T-C-O. Are you on social media at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah? A little bit of everywhere. Where do people find you on social? Well, um, you well, they can find me if they want. I can choose whether or not to accept <laughs> their requests. So That's I'm, true. I'm on the book of the face, and I'm also on Instagram. Instagram mm-hmm. and Twitter, I think it's both at Bashara Joseph. So very good. Yeah. So they can find you. And they can find me. You. They can they can try. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good challenge, right? Yeah, sure. Find, find Joe if you can. You're like where's Waldo? You think? No. I don't think so at all. No, I don't think so either. I, I basically I accept everybody's Facebook requests. Do you? Yeah, but Instagram you never is never accepted mine. Yes, I can't stop it. <laughs> Delete stop again. It. It's kind of hard to avoid you on Friend, unfollow. <laughs> I might mute you sometimes. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks a lot. What? <laughs> <laughs> Once again, I have no comeback, so that's just what <laughs> this is This is terrible. <laughs> but I think that's all we have. Yeah. So thanks for... Oh, what a terrific last line. That's it. Stay We're done. classy. <laughs> Internet. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my gosh. But thank you for listening and you're awesome. Don't forget to speak easily. (laughs) No, we're not using that. It's a terrible tag. Hashtag don't forget to speak easily. Hashtag stop it, Ben. (laughs) I like both of those actually. I kind of like stop it, Ben, better. Stop it, Ben. Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like a good name for the new show. Okay, no. (laughs) I just got fired. (laughs) Maybe we'll see you next time. Foxland Media. Think big.